Okay. Um, let's do it then. Hi, everyone. This is Steve Bogner, Managing Partner at Insight Consulting Partners, here with the SAP HCM Insights podcast and the best podcast team in the whole world. We have Becky Murray, Brandon Toombs, and Sven Ringling today. Hey, guys. Hi, Steve. Hey. Hi, Steve. All righty. Let's get this going. So um, a couple of things to talk about today. Um, we're going to talk about the HR Innovations Conference. Um, we're going to talk about a great new report out from Raven Intel. And then for the balance of the podcast, we'll talk about, oh, you know, what do we do and what can customers do to, to stay up to date on all of the latest uh, functionalities, bugs, issues, news, changes, all of that sort of stuff in, um, in this wonderful industry we work in. So um, let's get started, but just a quick reminder to people that, you know, if you're listening to the podcast uh, for the first time, or if you're wanting to know how to subscribe, you can do that at a um, number of different ways. So at the website, it, it's insightcp.com slash insights. And you can get all the podcasts there and leave us some notes and whatnot. Um, you can also get it on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play. Um, and we just added it recently to Stitcher because I heard that all the cool kids are using Stitcher now. I have no idea. But if you use Stitcher, then have at it. Um, Okay, so let's talk about uh, the HR Innovations Conference first. So this um, this was kind of a surprise to me. I don't know about you guys, but uh, you know, last year SAP Insider canceled their HR conference, right? Uh, it's a conference that we had all gone to for quite a while and it was kind of had seen some better days. And, and I think that, um, you know, we were saddened to see it go, but you know, change happens. Then um, this year we see that they're gonna sort of rebrand it and it's called HR Innovations and it's sort of, uh, I don't know what you guys would say, but it's sort of like uh, on-prem wanting to go to success factors sorts of topics, right? So, I mean, that's kind of what the whole industry is about these days. Um, it's in Las Vegas, of course, uh, March 19th to the 21st. I'm presenting a couple of sessions there um, on payroll and uh, some other people there. I'm sure that everyone will recognize if you go to the HR Innovations link uh, in the podcast, you can see all the tracks and things there. So take a look at that, check that out. It's uh, gonna be a great conference and you can come hear me ramble about global payroll, the future of payroll, employee central <laughs> payroll, anything with payroll in it. That's how I roll, I payroll. You, you know, Steve, you. I think for once you probably should branch out a little bit. How about a yoga class? Why don't you teach a yoga class this time? <laughs> no, no. If I branch out anything, it's going to be cooking or dogs. Those are two things uh, that I can, you know, handle. But yoga, man, I am just, I'm not limber for that, man. It would, things would break. <laughs> <laughs> things would it's break. It's a short class, right? <laughs> Is there payroll for dogs? Maybe to... Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've heard you can do yoga with your cat, and I've seen yoga with goats too, which I've my wife would love to goat. do. Yep. Yeah, yeah, she wants she wants us to get a goat. Okay, this is really off topic, but 
you know, we have yeah. some space out here in the woods. And she said, oh, Steve, we could get a goat. I don't, a goat? I don't know. Anyway, and you could do yoga <laughs> with it. I could do goat yoga. All right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I think it should be a good conference. It's got, um, I, I think, I, if I recall, four tracks. Mm -hmm. So one around payroll, which, you know, Steve is spearheading, but then one around um, finding and retaining talent, another around making the move from cloud, you know, on-prem to cloud. And then I can't remember what the fourth one was, something either around reporting or workforce planning. Mm -hmm. um, but it's going to be pretty all-encompassing, so that'll be nice. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. So um, another thing to uh, talk about just real quickly is, are some of our favorite people at Raven Intel. They're all our favorite people at Raven Intel. Uh, we've talked about them on the podcast before. Raven Intel is um, a site that gets user reviews for HCM implementations. And um, they're doing great work and, and it's all based in data and it's very rigorous and, and fact-based. They put out a report this week, which I thought was really, really good. Um, it was about H HCM implementation myths and facts, and uh, we'll have a link to that too in the podcast notes. But um, you know, guys, I think you you probably read it too. Um, I was I was really pleased to see how um, you know things that I've had a hunch about and have believed for quite a while in my career, they're actually backed up with with data from these guys. So um, again, look at that. Uh, look at that report. It's uh, the links in the podcast notes. I think you'll really enjoy it. All right, so now on to the main topic. Uh, gosh, how in the world, with all the change going on, do people stay up to date on the latest things going on in the SAP SuccessFactors ecosystem? Um, you know, I think we all have our specialties, and we kind of stay up to date on our specialties. And, you know, there's general news too, but, um, you know, I've I've come across clients who have a hard time keeping up and I've come across a lot of clients who just don't because uh, honestly they're busy and it's tough to keep up to date on what the latest um, news is. So I thought that, uh, you know, with this podcast, we could talk about that and um, you know, any, any sites or anything we mentioned here, those links will be in the podcast notes. So don't have to worry about writing them down. Um, so I, I guess, you know, Becky, I want to start with you and see, you know, what are some of your favorite ways to stay up to date on on the software and practices and um, new things and anything, you know, in general with with the industry? What's what's your practice? That's a good question. So, well, I've got two different approaches, I think. For me, as a consultant, subject matter expert, sometimes I get a little bit of advanced information. I get sneak peeks at roadmaps and I get looped into, you know, panels for evaluating products and enhancements and things like that. I think for the everyday customer, um, I've got two key resources that I recommend that people use. The first is the customer community site. It is available at community.successfactors.com. And from there you'll find a wide assortment of information, whether it is about quarterly updates, uh, published roadmaps, innovation alerts, patch information, um, just going right to that site. It's one of the first things that you'll see on that page. Mm -hmm. There are also discussion boards. 
and links for webinars where they review updates and you know upcoming features. So if you want to be proactive and go out and grab that information, um, that's always my preferred place to do it. Now, for those of you who prefer the information to come to you, um, I highly recommend the Success Factors Compass newsletter. It is geared towards customer administrators or those on the strategic HR side who maybe want to keep up with new features and functionality, um, what's coming out in the next release, as well as anything that's being, let's say, sunset or delimited in terms of functionality. So for a lot of my customers, that's how they keep up to date with the quarterly updates and then planned enhancements. And what's nice about that is success factors will send it to you so you don't have to go out and you know mm -hmm. try to find the information. And then it usually includes links back to that customer community site to get kind of the fuller picture. So um, we'll put the link in um, the podcast notes on how to register for that Compass uh, newsletter if you haven't done so already. It comes out, I think, about once a month, but it's got really good information in there. Um, and, and my customers find that extremely helpful. Great. Yeah, you know, I do not subscribe to the Compass newsletter, but I think I will now. Um, you should. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's good. I I have a hard time um, sometimes pulling information, on a, and I like I like to have information pushed to me. I think I'm more of a, a push than a pull information sort of person. Yeah. Uh, on the other hand, you know, I'm not too excited about one more email, but that's um, something to work through. Yeah, it's um, it's a summary email. I would say it it highlights new features, um, outdated features, highlights training opportunities. There's usually a customer success story featured in there, and it's really um, summaries of activities and events, and then links out to them so that if you're interested in that little blurb, you can click and go get more information. Great, great. So, Brandon, what are some of the uh, ways that you stay up to date? Okay. Uh, yeah. So I, the things I go through, I go through a lot of different sources. Um, I, I prepare a, a weekly newsletter, um, employee central intelligence that I, that I send out and I try to, uh, before I do that, uh, visit most of these sources, but I, I I'm going to kind of, uh, in, in addition to some of the ones that, that Becky talked about, I, I do want to just highlight, there's a bit of a mess when it comes to documentation right now. Mm. Uh, because it is really hard to keep up with all the different places where where things are are located, and there can be some contradictions uh, amongst them. And um, this is going to be a subject to, if I'll ever get around to it to a, a blog that I'm going to do. But just to talk, let's just talk discussion boards at the moment. I've got this uh, all written out, and I'm going to read these off. Uh, so as as Becky mentioned, there's a there's a discussion board. Uh, on the community site, the Success Factors community, and that's definitely the, the one I would I'd most recommend. Problem is, uh, they have uh, recently decided that, that partners should not be on there because I guess there were some partners that uh, were uh, inexperienced and were posting things on there, that sh questions mm -hmm. that shouldn't be. So rather than go about policing that and trying to get uh, get rid of uh, those people um, or do something to to counsel the, them instead they said you know what you can't uh, we can't have nice things so you guys get your own community site so now uh, we've split that out we've got a forked uh, community site called for the partners and so that one is supposed to be used by partners and they're supposed to ask and answer their questions so um, sadly I think the 
who's losing out on that is there's some good uh, discussions that go on there that that customers never see. So there's technical solutions that are discussed there that no one sees. Um, so mm-hmm. and that that's definitely a, a point of frustration for me. Um, I think that that uh, customers should be able. We should all kind of be back together. Um, as mm-hmm. crazy as that sounds. Um, no, it doesn't yeah, sound crazy were... at all, though, Brandon. I think that you know the customers lose out from consultants like you who might be able to give them a good qualified answer. And, uh, you know, you also, I mean, the consultants lose out because um, interacting with customers is a way that everyone gets more value. So, yes, yeah, it's, it's, right. really, it's too bad. Right. Uh, and I'd like to go back to the model, which we were all familiar with, which is SCN, uh, the SAP Community Network, which, of course, is kind of fallen on hard times as far as HR goes, um, but I, honestly, there's still some co- discussions that go on out there. So that's another place that you could consult. And then lastly, LinkedIn, um, because of all of the uh, limitations on where you might be able to find information, um, uh, pe- some people still post things on, on SCN. So mm-hmm. that's another place that you can go. So those are, those are the discussion boards. Now to talk about blogs. Um, blogs, there are some blogs on the uh, Success Factors community, although and those are uh, usually highly useful, but most of those are official success factors blogs. So mm-hmm. you, you will see those out there. Uh, second place you'll find good blogs is, um, uh, is going to be on LinkedIn. Uh, LinkedIn, um, because it, it's not officially run by success factors, uh, people feel a little bit freer to be able to say whatever they want. Um, that's where I typically will post my blogs now because the other place where we can put blogs, which is on the, uh, uh, SAP, what do we, what do they call that now? Uh, the, uh, the blogs.sap.com, um, that, that site, if you do any kind of advertisement of the fact that you are something other than just a a person interested in, in, in altruism. Um, you're not going to be able to put put anything out there. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know there are some good blogs though available on blogs.sap.com. So I would I would look there as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, let me go on. Just I'm going to hit the rest of these really sure. quick. I know I'm I'm spending a lot of time on this, um, but it is kind of a, a point that I spend a lot of time um, uh, 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 researching. So the next thing is quarterly releases. Uh, quarterly releases, you can, uh, as Becky said, probably the best place for customers to go is the uh, Success Factors community. Um, that's going to be um, where you're going to find out when the releases are coming and um, is often a, a really one of the first places you're going to hear that information. Um, but as far as like the detailed release notes, most of the time those end up on help.sap.com. Go to the quarterly release section there. And you'll you'll see the detailed itemization of the quarterly releases when they're when they become available, um, and then of course, like I said, because we can't uh, all be together anymore, there is a partner site uh, where where they have uh, quarterly re- release information as well. In theory, you're supposed to be getting information there early, um, but actually, there's a there's a secret room that you have to go to to really get the information, and that is uh, a couple of jam groups. <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, particularly one for quarterly releases. And so you have to know that you need to get invited to that group. Um, And then you get the information and and you'll get notifications about what are known as IRRs or internal readiness reviews where you can go to and hopefully get the information a little bit sooner. Although what I've seen lately is help.sap.com gets the information 
sooner than uh, the IRRs anymore. So interesting. Um, yeah. So anyway, it's, uh, like I said, we're all over the map when it comes to this stuff. Uh, and then last thing place that I'm going to mention, and this is the place where I actually spend most of my time, and that is on the, the launch pad. That's where we put in our tickets. That's also the place where the official notifications from success factors come out about uh, what notes are, you know, what, what the issues are with the software. Uh, and, and there's also been a lot of work uh, on how-to stuff that comes out there. So I highly recommend trying to keep up there. Uh, if you want to do that, there is a, there's a note search feature that is really useful and can be used for your different areas. And um, the thing I like to do is, is uh, search for, in my case, Employee Central. And I do it uh, for all the notes since my last visit. And that gives me kind of a, a rundown of everything that's been released, either problems or how-tos or system limit limitations. Mm -hmm. So anyway, that's, that's kind of a, oh, one, one last thing. Mm -hmm. One other place that I do go, um, because this is often really useful for finding out system limitations, and that is to go to the enhancement site. Uh, which is going to be uh, influence.sap.com. And for whatever your area you're in, go look at those enhancements because uh, not only does that say tell you things that are uh, that would be neat to be added to the product, but a lot of times you're going to find out the system limitations that, that aren't available anywhere else. You're going to find out by going and looking at that enhancement list to see what things um, are, are the shortcomings in the product. And, and most of us uh, have learned the hard way that it's more important to know what the system can't do than what it can do. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, all right. So my filibuster is over. <laughs> <laughs> Yield the floor to Mr. Ringling. Sven. So, um, you know, after Brandon and, and Becky, I, I'm kind of running out of stuff. I don't know. What Do you have anything you want to add to that? Or I mean, Yeah, I really thought there isn't much yeah. left. It's just uh, Brandon makes it look like, uh, a science. Uh, uh, maybe the, the easiest thing is just ask Brandon. Uh, ask Brandon, yeah. <laughs> he, he, he seems to read everything, so he, he must know all of that. I think that he left me some low-hanging fruit, I guess, which are too obvious for him to mention. Uh, it's not obviously where you get a lot of advanced warning, but the obvious places to go are in success factors in the system, the release center and the upgrade center, right? Mm -hmm. um, uh, yeah, that's the, uh, the, yep. <laughs> <laughs> it's, 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 it's too obvious for the real experts. Very but, logical. <laughs> <laughs> but I still see customers kind of seem to think that it's not worth going there, or they, they go there after a year first time, then see, oh, it's a bit of a mess because they haven't been in there and it's been piling up for a year. But I think you do your housekeeping, you go in there and you tick off all the things you've checked and you know are not relevant or you've dealt with. And at least it's like the, the, the last line of defense, really, before it hits your production system. Um, you, you'll see it there. Mm -hmm. um, and, and then uh, I, I also see a lot of customers who kind of build their, uh, uh, their own groups, right? Their local user groups or industry groups. I think that, that's very really useful if you want to go beyond the, the official success factors communication and and the the what consultants recommend to you mm -hmm. um uh, there are groups in per country or, or per industry where you uh, talk to your peers and they can tell you what they found out what they heard from their 
from their SAP contacts and also what works for them, particularly if they are part of any kind of early adoption schemes. And in, in some industries, it's more important than others. Uh, generally, I always believe that, that HR is a pretty much cross process where industries can learn from each other. But sometimes, uh, like the pharmaceutical industry with the validation process, mm. the, in, in that case, it's always uh, useful to talk to industry peers. Um, I'm just aware that we just throw so many things at customers that they probably now think, okay, we, we spend all our time learning about how the system is going to change. You don't even have time to use it. <laughs> yeah, it's, I mean, that is a lot though. Um, but I think, you know, there's multiple methods of, of staying up to date and people will sort of gravitate to what works for them. Um, one of the things I wanted to add is, um, you know, Brandon, I'm, I'm with you on um, looking at the notes that have changed. Um, and I have a filter in there to show me payroll notes that have changed in the last 30 days. And, you know, I'll go in and, and, and do that advanced search. You can save the search, right, which is kind of a nice feature. And, you know, you find things there that you just uh, wouldn't see anywhere else. Like um, there's a new payroll utility out for viewing payroll results that um, I saw mentioned in some notes. I have not seen it mentioned anywhere else, um, anywhere. So, uh, you know, if not for that, then um, I don't know how people would know about it. So I kind of wonder sometimes, you know, how SAP chooses to roll some of these things out or, um, you know, what do they do? It's kind of a yeah. mystery. Yeah, I, if I can just make a, a little point on that, um, and, and this is just a, a something that that I would just request of everybody in the audience. Um, uh, whenever you put in a ticket, uh, when you get that answer back from Success Factors uh, or SAP, uh, make sure if it if you feel like that that's new information that isn't documented, mm -hmm. don't close that ticket until uh, you find uh, or until they have committed and they've actually posted uh, a KBA um, that explains that out to the community because. Uh, what happens, and I came across this this week, um, uh, there is a, uh, if there's something that's undocumented and you get that answer and you go off and do your thing, the next person is going to have the exact yeah. same thing. And it, uh, uh, sadly, I'm, I'm seeing too many cases where, um, you know, because the, the support rep, they're really, they're busy and they're just trying to close out the tickets as quickly as we can, as they can. And I, and I see over and over again cases where, and, and this week I saw one where it, it was bad enough and undocumented enough that I actually found four enhancement requests. People had gone off to the enhancement uh, listing and said, hey, can you fix this certain thing? Um, four different times, but yet there's, this is completely undocumented. There's no, I can't find a, a KBA on it. I can't find it in the documentation anywhere. Um, mm. So please, please, please put in uh, something, um, you know, don't close that ticket out if, if you feel like that this is something that everybody else needs to know about. That's a great point. That's a great point. Um, one thing that I wanted to add too is, you know, Brandon, your employee central intelligence newsletter is is a great resource. Um, I think it's, I mean, it's, it's growing pretty, pretty well, I think. You're getting a lot of subscribers, but... What I like about it is you're you're to the point. You know, it's not um, there's not a lot of uh, static and noise you got to get through to really sort of get into the information that's relevant. So um, good job on that. Oh, Great thanks. I, I enjoy it. Yep. 
Um, so I've, I've got a payroll newsletter similar to that, only a little different format. So if, if people are following, if they are interested in SAP payroll or EC payroll, take a look at that. I'll put a, a link to that out in the uh, podcast notes. But I want to talk about something that I don't think anyone has mentioned. What about Twitter? What about using Twitter to stay up to date? Thoughts? No. Yeah. Well, you know that you know I'm out there all the time. So yes, I I find out so much of information um, on on Twitter. The the thing that's about Twitter that it's great is the immediacy. So you will find out you know if there's any kind of breaking news, um, like uh, for example, when the Kronos partnership uh, came up, uh, that that the first place you're going to find out about that is Twitter. So yeah. um, in addition to that, there's just a lot of uh, people that will post things out there. You can get some commentary. Um, you know, a lot of good stuff. So I, I definitely would recommend that. I like to follow um, success factor support, the cloud support. They'll highlight recent KBAs that they've put out. And I think they're just interesting to see, you know, the progress they're making on some of these things. And then, you know, every once in a while, like new features or workarounds for things. Mm -hmm. uh, they're, they're nice to, to see without having to go and search for them. Sure. Yeah, I, I keep a saved search, a link to a saved search for SAP payroll that is is nice. Um, you know, if you if you do just one of those terms by itself, you get a, just a lot of noise. But you put them together, and and you can get some good things. Um, you know, a, another question I uh, wanted to ask is, you know, we talked about the HR Innovations Conference. Uh, I I think conferences are a good way to stay up to date. You know, if if you're on the Success Factors platform, I really think going to success connect is a great way to to stay up to date it's it's pretty marketing focused but at least you're going to hear from the source um you know what what's going on and what the future plans are <clears throat> so i think that's good and you know if you're you know still on-prem for some things the things like the hr innovation conference and um is a, is a good way too um you know back in uh fall of last year mike tim and i worked with SAP Insider on some payroll seminars um, where people could come and, and get updated on that. So I think, you know, conferences are good too. I, I know that sometimes travel budgets uh, don't allow it, but um, I, I think, you know, people should keep those um, on their list also. I That's agree a great that... point, Steve. And, and after Success Connect, um, they did a few road shows. So they yeah. came to major cities afterwards. So even if you couldn't travel to the large conference, you could still do, you know, a day session, uh, hopefully someplace that was close to you somewhat. And I know they offered some remote sessions, um, but certainly I, I went to the day session here in Atlanta and they covered a lot of the same functionality that they covered in the, the core conference. So it's nice for folks that couldn't get to the big one to have, you know, some participation. Sure. I think the conferences are also a good, way to to like look beyond the immediate borders of success factors so if, if you go to success connect uh, you would know about other solutions sap offers in the context so they they would have in the past they would have told you a little bit about field class there might have been somebody mm -hmm. talking about concur and s4 uh, i assume that that in the next one they, they would talk about uh Qualtrics uh, for employee survey feedback. They would talk about the uh, intelligent uh, robot process automation tools that they are launching. Or you go even one step further and go to a non 
when that sort of an uh, event like like unleash and and see what else is out there because there there are a lot of like smaller apps or, or applications that might add value to your organization that can integrate into your success factors universe mm-hmm. but are not necessarily SAP products or or even SAP partner mm-hmm. products and that basically also takes us back. Uh, if that travel budget doesn't allow you to go to like uh, Paris or, or London, if you're in Europe, mm-hmm. um, you get this information also on, on Twitter or LinkedIn. Like if you go into the general HR technology groups or on LinkedIn, there are groups about uh, uh, artificial intelligence and HR, about chatbots in recruiting. They're quite dedicated groups. Mm-hmm. Some of them, you you see the last post was a year old they were pretty dead but some of them there's stuff happening and i think that's that's important i think that's one one uh, feature of the cloud-based world is that we become more agile and, and we have more open systems uh, and that puts us into the position to pick a few really innovative solutions that, that just solve problems for our organizations um, and hopefully make them talk to our core success factor solutions. Sure. So um, another thing I wanted to run by the team here, see what you thought. What, what, how do you feel about um, the various country user groups uh, in helping people stay up to date? I know here in the U.S. with ASUG, um, they have a number of things that help you stay up to date. And then there's the ASUG annual conference, I think, in association with Sapphire. Um, but then, you know, Sherry Meyer has Recharge HR, which is uh, a great um, communication method, a great way to stay up to date, too. Um, you know, Sven, what about in, in Europe? You know, there's DSAG and there's a UK Ireland group. Um, are those, do they have methods of keeping people up to date or are they focused a little bit differently? I think those, I know they all have uh, this uh, regular meetings that definitely have them in UK, Ireland and in the German speaking market. And there is the, uh, forgot the name, Sapient uh, in, in Belgium. They, they, are, uh, they have these kind of meetings where you can go to um, and uh, you get updated and often you would have uh, uh, somebody from SAP telling you about the latest changes. They, they are usually more like operational uh, they talk about the legal changes that are coming and how they cover them. And, and there's also an opportunity for practitioners uh, to, to challenge SAP and say, well, but this is not really covered in the way we, we wanted it. There's a bit of a dialogue thing. In, in that way, they are, they are quite good. I don't usually see them very much as drivers of innovation. Uh, this is a bit of like the SAP users union. Um, <laughs> like more driving towards keeping things as they are and, and making them work nice and, and well rather than pushing for new things. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the end of the day, most of your day job, if you are the, the system owner, is to keep it working, make sure that the next payroll is running uh, and that self-service is still working tomorrow mm-hmm. um, and you're not out there all the time looking for innovations. So right. I think in that respect, they do quite a good job. Okay, great. Well, with the list we've talked about to this point, that's 
that's a big list. So uh, in the show, <laughs> in the podcast notes, there's going to be a lot of links there for people. Yeah. Um, but I think that we've been able to provide some good resources there. Um, you know, I guess the bottom line is it, it takes time to stay up to date. Uh, there's no magic oh, solution, tough. right? There's there isn't one source that's going to take care of it all. Um, but my my advice to customers is you you need someone within your company keeping up to date on these things because there are changes and announcements and whatnots that do happen and they do impact you and you know you need to know about it and you can't rely on SAP or success factors pushing the information to you um, all the time so yeah I, so yeah I think that's a great point I, I think larger customers probably have a person or persons you know, devoted or dedicated to some of these tasks. Mm -hmm. Smaller organizations where people are wearing lots of different hats, it can be tough to keep up with. Yeah. Um, and, and that's yeah. one of the reasons I like that Compass newsletter because it sends you all the highlights and, you know, you'll know whether it's a universal update and you need to click here or if it's something that you can push off a quarter. Mm -hmm. And that's one of the bad things I... I I think almost that success factors, if I could, if I could be conspiratorial for a moment, they they don't necessarily mind everything being so uh, spread out and distributed because that gives them uh, the opportunity to really have that customer engagement executive uh, involved in in on an ongoing basis, and uh, so that they can be uh, feeding them information because that's a way that they can add value, I guess. That's a great um, point, Brandon. We didn't talk about that. If you're, you know, on the preferred success care or support program, then you have a dedicated customer support specialist who once a month is supposed to check in with you and let you know the roadmaps and upcoming release functionality and that type of thing. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Well, we have a good library now of, of links and resources. Um, I think I might put those in my newsletter. Brandon, you going to put those in your newsletter too? We'll link to it, right? I, I we should. Well, I I always link to the the podcast, and I will definitely I I need to get the uh, payroll newsletter shout out in my in my newsletter for those that are so inclined. Yep, inclined to payroll. Yes, yeah, it's, it's an That's... odd bunch. It's a very specific <laughs> market. Indeed, it is. <laughs> all right, guys. All right, thanks for the time and and all the ideas. I appreciate it, and I'm sure the listeners appreciate it. So. Thanks for that. Um, and, you know, I encourage the listeners too, if you have any feedback for us, uh, leave it at the insightcp.com slash insights page or tweet back at us or email us. You know, there's a lot of ways to get a hold of us. Um, also, if you have anything you want to, you know, have us cover in an upcoming podcast, let us know that too. So uh, love the feedback. So thanks, guys. We'll uh, have a good one and we'll see you next time. Thanks so much. Thanks, Steve. Thanks, everybody. Have a good weekend.